puts trust on a lot of different things. We put trust on the stuff we have. We put trust in the ability of doctors. We put trust in the government of this world. We put trust in a lot of different things. And sometimes I fear that we put trust so much in other things rather than in God. And tonight as we pray, that's what prayer is about. As We're putting our trust in the Lord. We're going to trust that he's going to help us to pray tonight. We're going to trust that he will hear our prayers. We're going to trust that he will act on behalf of our prayers. But this is a problem that's been going on since the beginning. Putting trust in others and in other things. In Psalms 146, I'm going to read that for you as soon as I put these on. I thought I could see it, but I couldn't. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, O my soul. While I live, I will praise the Lord. I will sing praises to my God while I have my being. Now that sounds like somebody who is going to be praising God every day. When it rains, they're going to praise God. When the sun is shining, they're going to praise God. When it's hot and humid like it is outside now, we're going to praise God. Amen. When the garden's doing good, we're going to praise him. And when it ain't doing good, we're going to praise him. As long as we have life in our being. I know I was talking with Sister Geraldine this morning before she left and the things that she has going on in her body. But it done my heart good to just listen to you praise God. For all that you've been through and what he's seeing you through. Your body's hurting, but you're praising God. And that is a testimony. Something that's not easy to do. You have to know who he is in order to be able to praise him. And I thank you for that this morning. In verse 3 it says, Do not put your trust in princes. Our president is not who we put our trust in. Our government is not who we put our trust in. Our trust goes in the Lord. It says, nor in a son of man in whom there is no help. His spirit departs. He returns to the earth. And in that very day, his plans perish. How many of you got plans? You got any plans for this week? Now, if you, if you kill over before we leave here tonight, those plans are done. But that's right. We do plan. That's okay. But we need to understand in the people that we're putting our trust in, someday they're not going to be here. So the Lord is always with us. Verse 5, happy is he who has the God of Jacob for his help, whose hope is in the Lord his God. Now I like this part. Who made heaven and earth, the sea and all that is in them, who keeps truth forever. 
We have to remember the God that we serve. I watched a show here not long ago, and uh, <clears throat> it's called Is Genesis History? If you can find that, I urge you to watch it because it is a guy who is answering that question for us. And, if, and what he did, what he did was he started the show out by wanting to know about, you know how we look and everybody says the world is all these millions and billions of years old and rocks are this old. I mean, how in the world do they know that? They don't. They've plugged in something to fit a theory. But you know what? When you put that one bad block in, that theory will crumble. It can't stand. And they keep having to plug these things in. But he started the show out standing on a piece of barren ground that had some shrubs coming up here and there and some blooming flowers. And you saw this little creek, about no wider than this pulpit here, running down through this valley that was probably 50 feet deep. He's standing up on top. And you can see the greenery all back around behind him. And he opens up with that mindset of what man and what science, uh, the scientists are teaching us or trying to teach us, teach our children, because it disproves God. That's what they're, I don't know that that's necessarily what they're setting out to do, but that's exactly what it does. <clears throat> and he touches on a lot of other subjects, but what he said was he said, this ground, as you see that I'm standing on, is actually younger than me. This man was in his 60s probably. He said, this ground is actually younger than I am. And he went on to show some video and to talk about it. Then in 1980, there was a volcano in the out west that erupted called Mount St. Helens. And in a matter of moments, the landscape changed in what he was trying to get us to see was he could he could go along that line and say well this has been here and this little creek carved this whole valley out and it took it billions of years to do but it didn't our god has created everything that we see the big old hole that brother willie likes boy i wish i could send you there to see that before you check out of here because you want to see it but it has all these layers of rocks and all of that came from what our Lord did when he created everything. Amen. The hows and the whys, not necessarily we need to know, but I'd say we can know. But the point is, he created it all. And that's who we put our trust in. He keeps truth forever. You'll never have to worry about God lying to you. You'll never have to worry about him stirring you wrong. You'll never have to worry about him leaving you nor forsaking you because he promised in his word that he wouldn't. And he won't go back on his word. That would make God a liar and that would make God nothing. But he keeps truth forever. In verse 7, who executes justice for the oppressed? Who gives food to the hungry? The Lord gives freedoms to the prisoners. The Lord opens the eyes of the blind. The Lord raises those who are bowed down. You want to be raised by God? Bow down. Just get as humble as you can get. Bow down before him and he will raise you. The Lord loves the righteous. The Lord watches over the strangers. He relieves the fatherless and, the, and widow. 
but the way of the wicked, he turns upside down. We don't want to be in a place that where we're known as the wicked because he will turn us upside down. I've heard people talk about their lives being turned upside down. People that don't know who Jesus is. And there, this scripture tells us. It done my heart good in the last two weeks to take a, I didn't take them, I, I, I said that wrong. I was a part of, to be with a team of people. Six from Tennessee, four from California, and 11 from Virginia. 11 of us left this church Sunday two weeks ago. I guess it was two weeks ago or three. Whatever it was. Y'all know when it was. But to see everybody go and converge on this place, a place that is way different than the world that we know, and to see them to be able to do the work that God has called them to do, to see them do manual labor. In Paraguay, when you dig a hole, it's usually with a shovel that's about wore out. And you pick up a scoop of dirt, size of your hand because the shovel's so little. Some of them had some big shovels, am I right, guys? But to watch these guys work, day in and day out, all day long, oh, and they, they fund around with each other, but that's what kept it going. But the most amazing thing was to watch what little bit of Spanish that they knew to be able to communicate and make friends with people in such a short time. To be able to understand what the guy who was the foreman or whatever of the job who didn't speak any English to be able to communicate and to understand, to be able to laugh together and really not understand what you were talking about. And with the children as the kids, as they would get to know each other, that there was a bond that happened. The, the electronics were out the door. There was no TV to watch. There was just what we had there. There was, after supper time, it was a time of fellowship, playing ping pong or playing card games or other games. And that's where you would see everybody start to bond. And friendships were made that will last a lifetime. Am I right? Friendships were made. Some of them had already asked, is there going to be some work to do next year? Well, I don't know. But to see what God put a desire in people's hearts, young and old, and to see what he was able to do bringing people together because there are people there that have their trust in the Lord and to see what God is doing on a place that was barren ground not all that long ago. So tonight when we pray, I ask that we pray for the people of Paraguay, for the project that's there and for the ministry that Dan and Gwen have there, the vision that God has given to them and that it's something that can prosper. There's a guy that was on site that was a painter and most of the ladies did a lot of the painting. But he came to know Dan by his ability to do what he does for a living. And now... You've got him and his family at the church. I went to the church and spoke on a Wednesday night, and they were there. And his kids and other friends that have been able to be pulled in to see what God is doing. And as a church, we did this together. There was a few of us that actually went, but it was all of us. You understand that? It was all of us doing it. 
You gave the money to help out with it. You gave the prayers to help out with it. And that work was able to be done. Because we put our trust in the Lord. It seemed like an impossible goal in February to reach what we were setting out to reach. And yet God did it and over. So you put your trust in the Lord. If he gives you an assignment to do, it will happen. You can, you can count on that. You can trust in that. But in this church, in our church, and in churches throughout America, it seems that many believe that we're anointed to build large cathedrals and multi-million dollar ministries that help people feel good about themselves. And whatever place of life that they are never given what the truth is remember it says here that he will always keep truth giving people a place to come to uh, hang out on Sunday mornings just before they go to brunch or lunch or whatever you want to call it that's what the idea has become But folks, we're anointed to bring the good news. We're anointed to bring the good news to the poor. Not everybody that's poor is not a Christian. And not everybody that's rich is not a Christian. Amen? There are some poor people in this world who need Jesus, and there are some poor people in this world who have Jesus, and they need, they need to be lifted up. And that's what we do. We lift them up. With whatever means that we have, with whatever the Lord tells us to do, we follow his leading. That's what we're anointed to do. We're anointed to go to the captive, and they can be set free just by the Spirit of God leading us. We are anointed to let those that are hurting know that they can be healed, both physically and spiritually. That's what we do as a body of believers. We've been given opportunities to do that. Matthew chapter 25 and 34. Then the king will say to those on his right hand, Come, ye blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for, to you, for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty and you gave me drink. I was a stranger and you took me in. I was naked and you clothed me. I was sick and you visited me. I was in prison and you came to me. Then the righteous will answer him saying, Lord, when did, you, when did we see you hungry and feed you or thirsty and give you drink? When did we see you a stranger and take you in or naked and clothe you? Or when did we see you sick or in prison and come to you? And the king will answer and say to them, Assuredly, I say to you, inasmuch as you did to one of the least of these, my brethren, you did it unto me. I was glad to see what our children that were able to go with us, I saw something turned on in them. And my advice to you, young folks that are here that went with us tonight, don't forget that experience. Don't forget what you experienced. Don't forget the names of those kids that you played soccer with and that you played games with and that you worked beside. Because those kids came and worked too, didn't they, Austin? They were right there. Don't forget what God has brought you through and shown you. 
And don't ever lose what he put into your heart on this trip. That's what it was about. All the work will be done and what we have been able to accomplish is something that will go on for years to come in that nation and on that very site. And you got to be a part of it, but don't forget what he did in you. And that goes for all of us. Don't forget what he's done in us. We are one body. Let's let the Lord lead us and take us anywhere that we need to go. Just what I wanted to share with you tonight. We're going to have some pictures later on. But we put our trust in the Lord, and wherever that is, whatever he takes us, whatever he asks us to do, we do it. We do it with gladness, and we get to watch what his hand will do. In doing so, I learned tonight that when Brother Bays was here preaching, that Danny learned a new song. You see what God does? He works it all out. He works it all out. Don't ever forget that. He works it out in whatever you may be going through, whatever you may be facing. Remember this. He's there. He'll never leave you. He'll never forsake you. And whenever you learn a lesson, guess what you get to do? You get to take it and give it to someone else. If he gives you money extra and he says, hey, send this to here, there, or yonder to do this or that, you listen to him. But the lessons that we learn, the scripture that we learn, the things that we learn that sometimes gets us to a place of oppression, don't forget, he's working on you. He's the potter, we're the clay. He's always molding us. Amen? Is it always fun to get molded? It ain't. But just remember, he's doing a work, and whenever he's done with you, you are now ready to go out and give it to someone else. He chastises those who he loves. That's right. So tonight, we're going to go into prayer. Pray for these needs. Uh, there were quite a few of them back there this morning or tonight when we checked them. There are bodies that need healing. There are families that need comfort tonight. Let's lift them up. Let's follow the leading of the Lord as he helps us to pray tonight. You got something to play for us, Kenan, as we pray? If you feel like getting together with someone else to pray tonight, that'll be fine. If you feel like just being alone wherever you are, just you and the Lord, that will be fine too. But let's call out to God. That's what we came here tonight for.